the title Stronger Women is a bit of a, it might be a bit of a curveball for the culture that we live in. Mm. Because when we think of strong women, strong women, a strong woman doesn't need a man. Right. A strong woman can take care of herself. Right. And we both know, you know, there's some women out there, you know, you don't mess with them. No, you they don't. take care of themselves. So, so again, we're talking in a general right. sense. But the culture says a, a woman doesn't need a man. The Bible says different. We believe that there is always more to God's Word and that if we dig a little deeper, we will find truth that will take us on a journey of amazing life change, a life of deeper hope, deeper truth, and deeper grace. Let's jump right in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Deeper Grace Podcast. We're here again. We're doing the thing, and today I'm joined by the one and only Pastor Wayne Murray. How are you today, sir? Doing well. How are you doing, Grant? I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I was t- telling you earlier, we were up early. We had prayer this morning. Yep. We're productive. Yeah. Early morning prayer makes the day go better. I think so. Get more stuff done. Well, I was at sea at the pole technically, but it was the oh, same time frame. That's right. But it's still up early. That's getting right. started. So technically I was praying just in a different location. Yeah. With different people. So it went really well. That's awesome. Um, and I get to do it again tomorrow. So maybe we'll have another productive morning. Good. You know? But anyway, so we uh, we were in this series, mm-hmm. Stronger. Stronger. And it's all about relationships and, uh, and it how... It has nothing to do with going to the CrossFit gym. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. This is about spiritual and emotional strength. That's what this one's about. Yeah. It's about making your relationships stronger. That's right. All of our relationships. That's it. Yeah. And we talked about... The first week was just... Uh, we, we talked about, you know, being stronger in our relationships, period, right? Mm-hmm. But then this week, we broke it down a little bit deeper. We, we went deeper on a Sunday. Now we're going to go deeper on the deeper one on yeah. the podcast. Right. We went stronger women. Right. So right? we focused on women this right. past week. We did. And that was, that's a task for men, period. But I thought you did really, really well. So tell us, first of all, give us a review. Give us a summary of sure. Stronger Women. The, the summary is that, you know, God created man, male and female, according to Book of Genesis, uh, in his image. So a male is not the image of God. Male and female is the image of God. Right. And so uh, that was the first relationship that God created. And, of course, we took some time to point out why men and women are different, uh, not just physiologically, but in almost every way. And that God did that on purpose because we need each other. Uh, and that uh, if marriage, uh, family, relationships, we are not meant to be alone. We right. are meant to have relationships with one another. Yeah. However, God's wired us differently that we have different needs. And so we're supposed to love each other the way Christ loved us. And Ephesians 5.25 says Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Right. So the whole idea is if you're going to have stronger relationships, we got to learn to lay our lives down for one another. Right. And that's how good relationships happen. And so we talked about what what do women need in their relationships. Right. And, uh, and of course, this is a general sense. Right. You know, not every single woman is going to need this, but in a general sense. And right. that is unconditional love. Every woman needs uh, communication. And uh, every woman needs security, yep. physical security, emotional security, financial security. I got a lot of uh, people 
uh, a lot of females on the way out of church saying that was a great message pastor and i'm like i asked my wife i was like hey what do you think about these three points when you sent them out originally yeah so what would you say yes or no and she said oh, i agree with all that way to go 100 percent. yeah when i get i get approval from amy that's a good thing i think any woman telling us that that was good we nailed when we nail anything on the head communication wise right right well <laughs> I, trust me i ran it through my wife tracy oh I'm yeah like, hey tell me help me say this Am you I know right? is this true and and she's like, oh, yeah, this is it. And and be sure to say X, Y, Z. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> like I said, you know, it's, this is one of those topics where as like as being men, it's funny you put a meme up on the screen yeah. during the message of the of the, <laughs> the how to understand woman women book came out and <laughs> it was like four feet tall. Four thousand pages. And I think you called it volume volume one. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, man. No, the uh, I think I mean I think you're I think it's a hard message for men to talk about anyway, right? Just because and it's funny to me. I was thinking about it how we we tend to make fun of it, right? We don't understand women, but it's like all of the needs that you know, like you talked about, the image of God is both male and female. That means what we have is strength will benefit and make them make women stronger and vice versa. Right. So everything that you put here that women need to be stronger are things that men are naturally able to provide in a relationship. Right. And I thought that's interesting how the enemy would make it to where it's hard for us to quote unquote understand them. But yet we are the, the we're the opposite that makes it make sense. Is that make, does that make sense? I well, guess I, where I'm getting I, at? I think if we use communication as an example, you know, God in a general sense, and uh, God wired females to need more communication. Right. And, you know, typically men don't communicate as well as females. Right. It's not good or bad. It's just the way it is. Right. And, of course, there's exceptions like like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Graham's got a lot of words. Just a few more. You know, normal. but, uh, you know, I use the example of Tracy and I. Right. You know, I'm an introvert. She's an extrovert. And so how... Why did God do that? You know, what communication doesn't come naturally from me, but that's exactly what she needs. Right. And what that means is I have to lay my life down and I have to choose to communicate with her right. uh, to have a strong relationship, which right. means, you know, I got to, you know, I got to give her my eyeballs. I got to pay attention. You know, I can't just listen casually. I've got to listen actively. Yes. And again, that doesn't come natural for me. I'm I'm like task 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 right you know and I've got to slow down and say okay and I think that's a key thing you said there too is we don't we don't talk as much maybe that's because God's wanting us to listen more I mean I know I talk more so maybe that's not but in general right sure maybe we have that ability though um, well and and something else that I, I'm not sure if I was able to say this but one study I read that the average married couple communicates about four minutes per day. On average. Right. Yeah. So that's not good. No. Yeah. And so you have a lot of, particularly a lot of women who are frustrated, discouraged, um, because there's no, what they need is communication right. and they're not getting it. Right. And so somebody's got to meet that need. If you're married, husband, that's your assignment. Right. Is learn to do it. Don't cop out and say, well, I just don't. No, that's why G, that's why we love each other the way Jesus loved us. Mm. We lay our lives down. And that's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that that 
and that makes sense to what we had talked about in preparation, right? So the man who can communicate the best to the woman, they win. They're going to get the heart of the woman, period. You gave me the That's line it. for that because you were helping me with this message a little bit. Right. Go ahead and say it. Well, it's the, it's the man who has the woman's ear has the woman's heart. And all that is is a saying, and then we don't talk their ear off. It's a saying saying, if I, the one who's communicating the best mm-hmm. is, gonna, is the one who wins her heart. Um, because, again, that's what they need. And it makes them feel strong. It makes them feel good, empowered. They're going to – that's why a lot of marriages fail. Husbands stop talking. Right. The whole four minutes thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? Wow. And, and that, it kind of lends – it's funny as you, you put unconditional love first, and I like that you put unconditional love first um, because sometimes I feel like communication and security, we struggle with those because we don't feel like giving those things. Mm-hmm. But if we've made a commitment to love unconditionally, those things – we're automatically making a commitment to do these other two. Talk about talk about this unconditional love aspect, right? Because I feel like even as Christians, okay, so as Christians, I feel like we talk about that. That's an easy thing Jesus does, mm-hmm. but we're not Jesus. So it break. What does that look like in a in a relationship when a, when a, with a man and a woman, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to speak in general terms because I know course. when I say some of these things I'm about to say, some of you are going to say, "Well, you're a sexist, or you're this, or that, or the other." So <laughs> I'm going right. to speak in general terms. Right. <laughs> this is generally true, not always true, but generally females love more deeply than males. Mm. Relationships affect them much more deeply. Right. Uh, I could tell a couple stories about myself, but it would paint me in a pretty bad light. You know, we served three different churches, two as staff pastors, and we've been at this one for 24 years. Right. You know, both times that we've left our previous church to go into the next assignment, you know, I've been excited about the next assignment. And it's not that I miss, I'm not going to miss people. Right. Tracy's brokenhearted. Right. I mean, she's leaving these people and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to miss them, but I'm excited about the next assignment. Right. She's like, you're so callous. And it's not that I'm callous. It's just that she loves more deeply than I do. And uh, so I I think what that means for a woman is that there's this deeper connection that when it breaks, whether that's a friendship or some other thing, it it affects them more deeply. And so there needs to be that unconditional love that is secure, that is safe, that's going to last. And again, Jesus loves us that way. He said, "Um, you know, Nothing's going to separate you from my love. Right. That's the way we're supposed to love uh, our daughters, our sisters, right. our our wives. Right. You know, there should be zero doubt about our love for them. Yeah, I like I like that. I like throwing that at the end, at the end there. Is there no doubt about their uh, no doubt None. regardless of what's happening? Right. Or we could be mad at each other. There's still right. no doubt. Exactly. Right. You know. So you don't throw the word divorce around. Never. Ever. You don't threaten to leave. Yeah. Ever. That right. is. That's wrong. That's rule number one. Yeah. Don't ever let, we call it the D word at my house. It don't come out. Yeah. But it's the same with my, I like that you can take that, put it in like a daughter sense too, right? Right. It's, um, you, she needs, Ellie needs to know, Vivi needs to know, no matter what. And I could be mad at them. They could have, you know, broke something, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Doesn't change that my love, the love stays the same. Yep. Never goes anywhere. You That's know, I, I always counsel whenever I have the opportunity, and this is something that Tracy and I try really hard to do, is we just don't argue in front of our kids. Yeah. You know, it creates insecurity. Yeah. 
uh, and again, I have boys, so you have daughters. So, I mean, somebody else is going to have to give this, but I think that applies to your kids. It's going to affect your daughters a little bit more deeply than right. your sons, but it's going to affect them all anyway. Right. And so we have, we have to help them know, uh, unconditional love. And right. of course that flows right into a woman's number one need, which is security. Yep. Uh, that's my wife was all on board with that one. Tell me about that. <laughs> so, uh, so one of the things that um, I think she remembers so when we were talking about it when we first started dating, right, or discussing okay. the idea of dating. You would go out to see if you were going to go out. Well, she was, yeah, yeah, to see if we were, yeah, we're, it, we were. It was a weird time. You were going on a date to see if you were going to date. That's right. You remember that book, "I Kissed Dating Goodbye." Well, that was all the rage back when we were when we were in that world. So. We did not do it that way, and I think that's why we survived. There's a, that's a whole other podcast. But we, we had this discussion, right, about um, just about the, the way she wants to feel when we go places, right? Uh, I remember asking her, did she want to go somewhere downtown? And we're in Mobile, Alabama. It's not a real downtown. It's like four blocks, you know? Like, you want to go somewhere downtown, which I went all the time. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is there's this old abandoned building that you could go up to the roof, and it was public knowledge everybody knew and you go up there and hang out and they, they had these little benches up there and it was, it was a great view of the, the bay she she wasn't having it because it didn't make her feel safe anybody can go up there you know if they kill us they'll never find our bodies stuff like that right <laughs> like so we had this whole conversation on like the week one about how i need to take her places where she feels safe, safe. right and so i mean that's well lit that's public you know right. she wants that kind of stuff right and so when i when we when I went through these three points, she she said, "Hey, you remember that conversation?" And then she proceeded to leave and go to Moldova for a year uh, as, and work in the sex trafficking industry. <laughs> I was like, "So much for safe." <laughs> yeah, but that was her trust in Jesus for her safety. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. Yeah, hundred percent was. But yeah. the the point remained for her is uh, in a in a relationship with a man, she wants to know that you are going to put her safety first above the adventure. Exactly. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think, you know, we live in a different world than the one I, I mean, a different culture than the one I grew up in, which is, you know, some guys are stupid. I'm just going to use the word. <laughs> they, they try to scare their girlfriends. Yes. Or they're taking to scary movies and think, I'm like, what, what in the world Why? are you doing? She needs to feel safe. Right. You're not going to put her in any situation physically that's unsafe, right. spiritually that's unsafe, emotionally right. unsafe. And, and guys, if we can provide that for uh, our wives, daughters, yep. again, sisters, they're going to feel loved. Yes. It's, it's the need to, that that's how they get stronger is when they are safe. Because if they feel safe, they will take their own risks, so to speak. Because we talk about growth and strength and, you know, how you get stronger as you challenge yourself, right? But unless they have these three, I was thinking about it, unless they have these three areas that you were talking about, they don't feel like they have a foundation of comfort, I guess, to, to even try to grow or to be strong or to, to, you know, like the only reason I, the only reason I know Amy felt comfortable enough to take that risk and move to Moldova is because I'm looking at the three security pieces you put here. She felt good and secure in all those areas. She had been financially like secure. Like she's good there. All her funds are paid for to right. go live there. Right. Uh, physically, she feels she feels like she's gonna be okay. Like because of the situation they're putting her in, like in the people there, mm-hmm. and then emotionally, she had peace because she had met 
all the team and she knew that you know we were sending her as a church all of those boxes were checked so she was able to do something that grew her made her strong made mm-hmm. her you know a, a more devoted follower of christ and it was because the boxes got checked yeah and i thought you know you, you look at those i bet you every woman's got stories like that and and i think uh the title stronger women is a bit of a it might be a bit of a curveball for the culture that we live in mm. because when we think of strong women strong women a strong woman doesn't need a man right a strong woman can take care of herself right and we both know you know there's some women out there you know you don't mess with them no, you they don't take care of themselves so so again we're talking in a general right. sense but the culture says a, a woman doesn't need a man. The Bible says different. Right. The Bible says we need each other to be yeah. stronger. And uh, we have to be super careful in our culture that both men and women, and we'll talk about what stronger men need right. you know, this coming week, but we, we both need what each other can give to us. That's how we get strong. Right. And 2021, we've been told separate, isolate, distance yourself the absolute worst thing that we can do uh for each other but especially for a female and uh i i think this pandemic has been harder on women than anybody else because it's threatened their physical security financial security and emotional security i remember talking to amy about it when it first hit you can tell yeah she's like what are we gonna do and even you said that like i think about the like the bills and like who does the bills and all this. And we've gone back and forth. She's she's looked at him mainly, and I've looked at him mainly, and sometimes we've done them together. But every single time, the conversation always ends with, as long as I know we're good. Right. I'm good. She's like, I don't care what we're doing. She doesn't have to be rich. Bills are getting paid. Know, exactly. We can go out to eat when we want to. We're right. good. Like She's like, that makes her feel strong, right? That's good. But and I love what you said because we were talking about it before, like in our in, you know in the conversations. Which if you guys don't know, Pastor Wayne's awesome. He pulls in the staff to to put input in, and we usually do a rehearsal and we look through, you know, make it better, right? He always on says Thursdays, that, make I it better. I preach the message to the pastors on staff and yep. ask for their input to make it better. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, and I feel like uh, when we were talking about it this week, one of the things that you said and I thought was awesome was the countercultural aspect of it is. Like, if you don't have people, like, if you don't have relationships with people, you don't have strength. Like, it's just not possible. Mm-hmm. And the culture You're says not as otherwise. strong as you could be. Right. Well, I mean, and I go to the weight room, right? The thing about the weight room is, sure, you do have to challenge yourself with heavy weight, but you're not going to feel comfortable doing that if you don't have a spotter. Or... You're going to do better if somebody's doing it with you. Oh, because they challenge you and you exactly. realize, oh, wow, I could have done that the whole time. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And having people's, it's funny is that we're talking about that. That's kind of the vein we're doing in students, too. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that this Sunday is the idea of you have to have people in your life, physically in your life, that challenge you to grow. But because without them, you're not going to try mm-hmm. and you don't have anybody to help you if you fail. Right. <laughs> you know, and so but I, lo- I love that. And I, that was countercultural, but it's true. And it's it goes against the grain of, you know, to be a strong woman, you're an independent woman. Or That's a strong man, you you're don't need a woman. Doesn't make sense. You know, it, it, it's not biblical. No. God said it's not good that man is alone. That's right. He needs somebody. Yeah. And so he created a woman. Uh, I, I, I joked on Sunday, aren't you glad God didn't create Adam a buddy? <laughs> you know, he created a woman because they're both the image of God That's right. together. And 
so if you're listening to the podcast and you're isolated, you're away from people, you don't open yourself up. I'm not saying you're weak. I'm saying you could be stronger. Yeah. And we're designed to have relationship with each with each other. We're designed to be in a family. We're designed to be in a spiritual family. We're designed to w- walk hand in hand with each other through life, serving the Lord together. I agree 100%. That's and good. again, we've been preached to for the past year and a half, two years, distance yourself, distance yourself. That is so bad. Yeah. It's such bad advice. Yeah, we got to be smart. Yeah, we got to right. be careful. We're going to protect people and each other. But I think socially distant is the worst phrase ever created by Gosh. all of humankind because we were made for each other. Yes. That's it. I love that too, man. It's, And you know, it's just like the enemy to use to do that to yeah. sp- in a hard time to split you up. Well, his goal is always to divide us. Always. You know, if it's over a pandemic over an election, over a vaccine. If he can divide us, he's, do he's hurting us. He's making us weaker. Ooh, and we have to fight to not let that happen. That's right. Because we're, we're stronger, doing relationships we're stronger together. That's good. That's good, Pastor Wayne. This is good. This is good. My wife enjoyed it. She she really enjoyed it. Nailed it on the head. So there's your encouragement for, uh, for that one. I would have been really insecure <laughs> trying to do this <laughs> message. <laughs> well, my wife was supposed to tag team this with me, but right. she wasn't feeling well. That's so right. she couldn't do it. So I think you knocked it out of the park. Honestly. I appreciate that. That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, and you, you got feedback yourself, so you know that. But. Right. Man, once again, again, thank you so much for what you do on Sundays and then doing this. This is obviously part of your your time. I enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it out there. Uh, and if you made it this far, that means, you know, you hang with us a little bit. And we're thankful for you because this podcast is for you guys. Please, please, please share it. Uh, like it. Subscribe to it. Let people know about it. Um, we like to take things deeper. We believe this is the place to do it uh, right here on this podcast. So thank you again for listening to the Deeper Grace podcast this week. And we will see you guys next week.